We came from very different backgrounds. Be classy, be genuine, be grateful. I wanted to help out and contribute and sort of give back to the people that had helped me. Man, welcome to the intro. No need for introductions. All about the world and the world what we discussing. Where every single thought that we had came for something. So it's funny that we made it when we started here with nothing. Gotta open up your mind just to find out why. When you lost inside the dark, just gotta turn on the light. And no matter what you do, you never run from a fight. Because we fighting to be better and that's why we strive. Hi, I'm Corey McCain. CEO of WeStrive, the number one platform for personal trainers, gym owners, and coaches to both manage and scale their business. I'm your host for Why We Strive, where every Tuesday I sit down with some of the most incredible tech founders, investors, and creatives to find out how, when, where, and why they strive. Be sure you tune in every single Tuesday and check us out at whywestrive.com for more info. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Okay, take five. Um, welcome to the Weiss. <laughs> okay, Why We Strive podcast, episode six. Do you want to introduce yourself? Okay. Hi, I'm Gochi Owo. I'm the CEO and founder of Flindle yeah. and um, also working on another project. What is the other project? What are you guys currently doing and how is that all working? Yeah, so the project um, is uh, run by one of uh, our advisors and he. Um, he's a really, really great guy. His name is Kush Saxena, and he uh, was formerly uh, an executive at MasterCard and is now uh, working at a division of Santander Bank. And he's mm-hmm. just like a really incredible dude with a passion for entrepreneurs. Okay. And um, yeah, he's working on um, a, a fun slash uh, accelerator incubator-ish thing, but specifically focused on emerging market deals. Very cool. So giving founders that are based in um, other markets like Latin America, Africa, mm-hmm. um, Southeast Asia, uh, the opportunity to thrive. Very cool. Hence nice. the title. Very Why cool. Very cool. Why we thrive. <laughs> Um, very cool. Okay, so what is your, I don't know, you can't say too much, but like, what is your role going to be? Um, I can't say a lot, but like I'm um, just involved and in like like just a cheerleader. Okay. Um, yeah, That's, cheerleader and like who knows what it'll be. Okay. <laughs> very, very cool. And wait, what is, what is your background? Are you from the States or where are you from? Yeah, uh, I was born in Houston. Okay. And then nice. I um, went to high school in Canada okay. and um, lived in Canada for like, like 10-ish, like a little bit over 10 years. And okay. then I would spend time between both Toronto and um, the States. Very cool. And in that time, I became Canadian. So I am a Canadian, uh, American, and Nigerian. So like Very my cool. ethnicity is Nigerian. Very cool. So is, is a lot of your family from Nigeria then or like... Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I, my I, siblings, no, 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 no. I was, I was, <laughs> my siblings maybe all live. Maybe they're all Canada. Yeah, know. maybe yeah. they, yeah, no, my siblings, um, they all live in different states. So my parents mm-hmm. like kind of shuffle between um, this, well, they're moving back to the States. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Very cool. Okay. I don't know enough about Nigeria, so I'm going to be honest. Any, any random no fact I should know? Random fact. Uh, because like the number one exporter. We're of, like... super great at soccer. Okay. Um, I, know, I know that though. I know that. Very, yeah. very good. We have a team called the Super Eagles. Um, it's a cool name. What else is there? Nigerians are very hardworking and very disciplined. Okay. So typically, okay. um, you know, the way that we grew up uh, mm. is very, very, very like education is first. Okay. And, you know, like eager to learn and like you can't give up. Like my mom and my dad would always say growing up like 
nearer cannot kill a bird. So it means that if Wait, you have sorry, a, what? What can't? They would say nearer cannot kill a bird. Nearer? Yeah. Okay. So it means that if you have a rock, it, this is a very, very valid description, but if you have a rock <laughs> and you're throwing it at a bird, if you got near to it, it's not going to kill the bird. But if you oh. like actually hit the bird on target, then you'll make it. Yeah. So with my um, siblings and I growing up, they'd be like, oh, like you need to like shoot for like this like the the sun because mm -hmm. even if you don't make it you'll like land amongst like the stars classic and classic that was nice. that was just how we were raised very, very cool i'm gonna be honest i don't know a lot about your the, the space itself yeah so i have a ton of questions but they're not really about what you're doing it's about everything else about yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so, fine so, so what, are, what are you guys doing it's pronounced flindel right yeah it's okay. pronounced flindel what are you guys working on what are you doing why are your why are your advisors so successful like like why is your company have such cool people around it like what's going on tell me a story um it's like a top secret i'm kidding okay. um yeah we have been working on figuring out the issue with the logistics space but specifically yeah. in terms of reverse logistics which is like the returns aspect of life gotcha. and for me um i'm the kind of person that as a kid if i had a puzzle um and there was a piece missing and it wasn't in the box mm -hmm. i would need to go to the store and get the exact same puzzle box and find the one missing piece and put it in like i'm like like that would you open the box and take the piece out or you would buy the other puzzle and then then bring it home get the part. other puzzle and then bring it home because okay. that the other part is like illegal yeah, but like no, I, mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you just open it up you're like well this is the one that's missing a piece can now. you imagine yeah, like, i'm like at walmart i'm like cutting it open with like <laughs> this is little knife that, missing a piece i'm just saying yeah, yeah okay. Okay. i'd be like the puzzle stealer like that's, I, that's all we might, might if, you took, if you took one piece out of every puzzle how frustrated it. would the world be that would be, a, that would be an incredible crime though. yeah okay Puzzle um, heist coming heist. to you 2023. Yeah, that's right, that's but right. um, yeah, no, I, I like I, I can't stand like puzzles, like okay. like missing, like if something is missing, I can't stand it. Okay. And when it came to Flindel specifically, like I um, I didn't wake up in the morning with a passion for logistics because logistics mm -hmm. is not a sexy word and it's not a mm -hmm. sexy industry. They but do, like they do logistics here, so yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. And <laughs> logistics is not a sexy word at all. Yeah. It's like um, for me, I. I'm a Costco member in my 20s. Okay. Like, just let that sink in. Yeah. And Costco being, Costco is like amazing because at Costco, right? Oh, Costco. You can, I yeah. Said, they said Costco and I was no, like, I was no, like, no, no, no. Costco, I'm Costco. I'm a Costco member. I just was Costco. at Costco. That's why yeah, I was yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love, I love Costco and I've always loved Costco and I've always been like, um, like I get everything from Costco. Yeah. And um, the reason behind that is because Costco has an incredible returns experience, right? Which means that like, at Costco, if you ate a steak and you were not feeling it anymore, you can return like the piece that's left of the steak and bring it to the lady and be like, I was not happy about this steak and you'll get your money back. Nice. Uh, will you do that? Nine times out of 10, no. But then because the experience is so great with Costco, mm -hmm. you're encouraged to spend more money at Costco. You're encouraged to tell everyone to shop at Costco yeah, yeah. and you're encouraged to keep coming back to Costco. Okay. Right. And um, specifically in the retail space, uh, returns has always been like a broken experience for e-commerce. Mm -hmm. uh, so meaning that like the beauty of e-commerce today is that you know you have companies like Shopify and Big Commerce that have like done really really well for themselves and really liberated entrepreneurship and made entrepreneurship accessible for like everyone like your everyday Joe we can just decide to sell socks tomorrow and it'll work exactly. um, but the the thing about it is that you can be in Australia 
and have customers all over the world. But when it comes to returning that stuff, you're still in Australia. So everything still has to be shipped back to Australia. Mm. And for over 70% of e-commerce merchants outside of Amazon, uh, they can't afford to pay for your return shipping so customers have to pay customers have to pay for it so like as a consumer if you're being told like hey you need to pay additional money to be able to return these socks that you're pissed off about you're not Mm going to pay extra money to ship it and have it be delivered tomorrow Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is that like it comes like weeks later simply because you chose the cheapest shipping option yeah. and for you you get your circle back or your refund or whatever uh weeks later on the merchant side that items decreased in value by over mm-hmm. 35 um by over 45 percent mm-hmm. not because there's vomit on it not because it was destroyed but simply because of the fact that like it took so long yeah, exactly, for it yeah. to get to their home i mean for it to get to their warehouse um on our end um we believe in a future very, very similar to the Jetsons where everything happens and it's in- integrated into the consumer's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So what we're building at Flindle on the consumer side of things is you'll be able to return things from your house like mm-hmm. without having to leave your home mm-hmm. and get your money back uh, the same day. And that's the future that we're working on. So we believe that five years from now, the idea of having to go to any store, whether it's a brick and mortar store to go to the post office to return anything no longer mm-hmm. exists, but it's integrated into your home and into your daily you know, routine. Okay, I'm so, okay I, have, I have one really big question. Yeah. Do you mean like you're physically building a system that will do that? Or what do you mean? No, 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 no. Um, you, you take you a photo. You know what Pipe Dream does? What do they do? Hold on, I've never done this before. I'm gonna get them in here really quick. Okay. No, I want, I want them to hear that pitch. <laughs> wow, we're gonna have we're gonna have a um, a crossover episode. <laughs> so, all right. So give give uh, give Garrett. Am uh, I still here? Give Garrett the full pitch you just gave me, okay. and then I want Garrett to talk about that too. Okay. Um, do I start off from like when I was born or like? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer it. Yeah. Um, I was born years ago. Um, no. Uh, we. At Flindo, what we do is that we are focused on reverse logistics. So we oh, yeah. give customers the ability to be able to return anything from their home, as opposed to having to like go to the store or to the post office and get their money back the same day. And it's free returns experience for the consumer. And the reason why we're tackling this problem, oof, the reason why we're <laughs> tackling this problem is because of the fact that like on the e-commerce side, uh, the beauty of e-commerce is that you can be in Australia and have customers all around the world. Yeah. The con of e-commerce is that you are still in Australia. Yeah. So when it comes to the reverse logistics, things still have to be returned back to Australia. And there's no current way to be able to aggregate return products for the uh, merchant. And when you look at the differences between e-commerce and brick and mortar, the advantage that brick and mortar has historically had over e-commerce is that if you're going to Costco to return something, you take it to Costco, and it's not going to go back to central Costco. No, it's going to, <laughs> it's going to be put back on the shelf. Yeah, so totally. it means that if you don't want that item, the next customer coming behind you does, and will be able to purchase it at nearly around the same rate. What happens today in e-commerce is that, like, because as a consumer, over 70% of like e-commerce items, like from merchants outside of Amazon, um, have to be paid for by the consumer, you're not going to choose, like, get it tomorrow to be shipped back to the retailer. Yeah. But what you will do is you'll look for the cheapest possible shipping method which ends up sacrificing the pride of your package so it hits the retailer's warehouse and like weeks later and on your end you're like oh cool i got my refund back retailers end man this item's worth like 45 percent less because it's now in like the secondary sales window so um for us what we figured out is that there's a way to be able to do this process for um e-commerce returns without necessarily having to uh 
do the obvious answer. The obvious answer is that there's a ton of companies that have tried to be in this space, and it's yeah. very, very tough, very, very Super tough. It's the holy grail of logistics. Yes, yes. Yeah. Once you get reverse logistics, you're good. But, like, it's very, very, very tough. And it's so tough that, like, when you're starting a company, um, e uh, an e-commerce company, Shopify, BigCommerce, Magento will tell you, forget about your returns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if it's for sure, <laughs> life is going to be hard. Like, like, just, like, forget about it. Amazon's usually like, hey, just keep it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the problem with yeah. returns. And um, for, for us, uh, what we realized, like, the obvious answer is that in order for returns to make sense, you'd have to give uh, the same experience for uh, online merchants that you do for brick and mortar, which is having hyper-local centers in every single city and things being returned to that city and yeah. being reintroduced via software uh, into that market. And we actually built that software. And then we were like, wait a minute, this is gonna cost us like over $200 million to be able to do this in the US alone, not talk, off, talk less of any other place in the world. And there's all of these different factors that go into it. And the aha moment for us as a company was when we realized, oh crap, if someone's returning a TV, it's probably not outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's probably not outside. So we're like, there's a way for us to be able to decentralize warehousing, but on the reverse logistics side, by having the consumer's residence or do their domain be the warehouse. Ooh. And then when we figured Ooh. that out, we were like, ah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. So let's say like I have, um, it's my Teletubbies t-shirt. I ordered it. I love the design. It just doesn't fit, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to return it. So I submit a return, and then it like, sits in my house for like a day until that store finds someone else who needs one, and you like get it to them, or they come pick it up? Yeah, so the way that it works, right? So we use artificial intelligence to be able to diagnose the item. So what we realize is that, and a lot of customers don't know this, right? Reverse logistics isn't sexy until you get into the space like oh this is kind of interesting oh it's super and, sexy and, yeah, yeah, the sexiest. Like, like, and, when you say um, return logistics it's like oh okay <laughs> and basically what happens at a warehouse a lot of people don't yeah. know is like you're shipping your item to the retailer and you're paying for it to be shipped to see if the item qualifies for a refund <laughs> and um you're paying for that and that's like a whole process to see if right mm -hmm. and when you an item goes to like a retailer's warehouse or whatever you think it's a fancy smashy process no it's an 18 year old kid being like yo yeah this seems legit checks off in the box yeah and circles back on our end we realized man our smartphones cameras have gotten so much better these days mm -hmm. that you can actually diagnose the problem by treating mm. it that this is what a cracked iphone looks like oh, this yeah. is what a red t-shirt looks like this is what this looks like and you can get like you can do the exact same thing from the comfort of your home with your phone and we can tell you yes we're going to take it no we're not going to take it without yeah. us having to even touch come on with the product that's amazing and yeah. then we were like okay Things are things are moving. Like this, this, this makes sense, and that's kind of like where the decentralization of it came from. Because we would be able to service customers not only in Austin but like everywhere nationwide, and then also in Canada and Europe and other markets without us having to lift much of a finger. Yeah, totally. And that's when we were like, okay. And then what happens is that when we accept an item, we use Ethereum's blockchain uh, to be able to issue out the refund which means that like it's smart contract smart contract means that all the conditions of the contracts have to be fulfilled in order for funds to be released right so what are the conditions um is did you crack the tv since you told us about it <laughs> we come to your home we pick up the item and then um we 
like in the seven days so we schedule a pickup date within seven days in the seven day window like you get your refund instantly but it shows us pending um immediately um but in the seven day window that we've scheduled for uh, the return pickup we've actually listed those items on over six thousand different liquidation sites so sites like nationwide sites like b-stock to like local sites like facebook marketplace etc um or meta marketplace etc and um we with a strong preference to local sites if the item gets sold locally in Austin um, at the time in the, within that seven day window, it gets picked up from your home and then gets delivered to customers home in Austin versus being shipped back to another place and then shipped back to another place. Yeah, 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 totally. Who does the pickup? A cool partner that we just partnered with um, hey. that will announce in a formal post in a couple of weeks, but like it's, it's we'll a nationwide. Air in a couple weeks, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do an edit. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, let's go. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's like it's the holy grail of logistics. Return yeah. logistics like makes everything easier. Yeah. Not just from like yeah, I mean you know this, but like uh, not just from a return standpoint, but unlocks like new types of e-commerce 100%. that you're able to do. And you get so much data. Mm -hmm. Like the data that you get, um, and not like data to disrupt anyone's privacy, um, but the data that you get on consumer behavior, the data you get on like what's happening in that market. Maybe in Nebraska, people don't like air conditioners. Let's see why. And like, there's so many things that can happen. But then also taking it a step further, like for us, um, I like. I'm not a crypto person, right? I'm not naturally a crypto person. I never woke up and I was like, crypto is sexy. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I got into the crypto space and the reason why like we started to, because um, we actually issue our refunds back um, on the blockchain uh, with a, a stable coin, right? But then um, from the consumer's perspective, perspective, it's like we're giving you a universal store credit. So mm -hmm. meaning that we have a marketplace that all of the stuff just go to as well so you can buy you can you can transact in app so you can probably buy yes. some of the stuff from the yes yes guys. you can transact in app and get those items in app and then the cool thing about that is that it gives crypto like the first time ever you can buy things with crypto and like it actually means something to you right so like i was saying i'm not naturally a, a crypto person mm -hmm. like one of our um advisors um is uh is a name a guy named michael arrington and he's the founder of TechCrunch. but most importantly like now he's like really really focused on the crypto space and about a year ago um he had like been urging me to like look into crypto and like go she should really be reading things like the bitcoin standard and i was you know i was like being like a bratty kid and i was like blah 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 i don't care and um one day uh his fiance called me and she you know was like go she you need to like get into the space and i i read the bitcoin standard and um i prior to that only saw cryptocurrency as like i put some money into this y'all i invested in dogecoin uh q4 2020 hey, so we, yeah. um a few a few thousand dollars turned into god knows what um because I, I came in at 0.0032 it was it was it was a nice time and yeah. like I, I i left in march and like um i yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And my Uber just pulled up, but this is so yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, I keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, 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 so I am. Um, I, 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 I invest or whatever, and then I only see it as an investment vehicle. And then I read the Bitcoin standard. I'm like, oh wait, this is supposed to be money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I start meeting. I, I lived in Miami for a couple of months to like explore that space. And I start meeting all of these people that were like heavy hitters in the crypto space. And I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be money. And yeah. I said, oh wow, there's so many different benefits to the space. Long story short. Um, when it comes to the merchants or the retailer side of things, we want to encourage merchants to adopt cryptocurrency uh, uh, transactions or really more so, more, more or less like blockchain transactions. Why? Peer-to-peer, -peer, no chargeback fraud. So as a consumer, you buy an iPhone from Apple, 
you come home and you're like, damn, that hurt my pockets. You call JP Morgan or you call like whatever bank you bank with mm -hmm. and then you say, hey, uh, Chase, um, I, I didn't feel comfortable with this phone. Chase takes the money from Apple's account without giving them an, a, the ability yeah. to resolve the issue directly with the consumer. Mm -hmm. And for merchants, they lose three times. Mm -hmm. They lose on the product because you don't have to give it back. They lose on the money because it's been taken from the account. And they also get charged between $20 to $100 per chargeback. Man. And if it's enough, $20,000 fine. Man. And if enough of those, they get their account either suspended or yeah. they have to do a high risk account. Oh my gosh. All right, so yeah, I, I got to bounce. <laughs> yeah. But like right, right before, uh, Corey's probably going to ask this, but like what's the number one thing that people can help you with right now? Number one thing that people would help me with, like like what kind of thing? Like are you live in Austin? Like can we, we can I use this? No, yeah, you can use it towards the end of the year. Nice. Okay, I'm so excited. I'm going to be your number one customer. I love returning stuff. Now, that sounds weird, but... <laughs> I, I love buying <laughs> stuff online and I hate not having the option right. to return stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. We're gonna switch awesome. Back. It was great to meet you. Great meeting you. Yeah, Garrett's gonna uh, get, get in his Uber. <laughs> That's been outside for like 10 minutes. Yeah, they're supposed to be common jam. It's like, we're from logistics. I'm is surprised my that they waited so for cool. you. In Miami, they would have left. And if it was in LA, well, they would have left. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Um, well, that's why I want to get him on here. He, uh, let's make sure we're good back on the cameras and we, we, we Gucci once more. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're super into logistics. So like, I'll connect you guys further after this, but For like, sure. um, they're doing like the manual physical building of the logistics and you're doing like the return right. digital building of the right. logistics. So yeah. Anyways, we'll connect you guys. We'll get that going, but that's very cool. I mean, I, so like I, um, I under, I understood that you guys were a, um, a in the crypto space and i knew it involved returns but i didn't know it went that deep yeah that's yeah. really that's actually a really good idea thank you um, so much. now that i have like a grasp on what it is like that just makes sense shout um, out to pipe dream shut up pipe dream. <laughs> shut up, pipe dream. oh well i mean it was your pitch i mean garrett did good but like it was he, he kind of sat there and asked questions you did a great job explaining it i just i just didn't understand the premise before but that's really cool though yeah um okay so let's talk about your advisory board really quick so you have an amazing advisory board thank you so um, much Let's go through the people on your website because you've got. Do you, do you have them memorized, or should I pull it up here really quick? I mean, I talk to them often enough. I hope I have them let me, memorized. Let me, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull it up here. That's why I have my iPad. Shout out to iPads. I finally bought one. It's like oh, so great. Sponsored so, by Apple. Please pay us. Shout out. We also we did another Costco. Shout out. You and I were talking about Costco, and I every episode I'll mention Costco somehow. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Uh, Andre, okay, you got a, a general partner of Maple Ventures. We got the, the best head of marketing for Meta. Okay. Andre is amazing. And her husband, shout out to her husband, okay. um, is the, he was former CMO at Soho House and is now okay. um, GM of TikTok. Okay. So you have, so they're marketing <laughs> you have him or uh, him too. SVB of global operations for Uber. Shout out to Mac. You have the serial founder and a board member of um, South by Southwest. Team and then you have awesome. the founder of TechCrunch. <laughs> he's, well, he's also the founder of Crunchbase too. Yeah. Oh. He, isn't original with names. Hi, Mike. <laughs> so we have all five of these. Like, what is going on here? Like, what? So I feel like this looks like one of those websites that, like, you put together and threw stock photos on. And it was like, I'm going to pick really successful people. But these are your actual That's advisors, though. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, like, like the CEO of TechCrunch, founder of TechCrunch, would be like a person you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's totally my advisor. And it's like, that's a funny thing to put on there. How um, funny would that be? Like, no, but he's, he's never, yeah. yeah, he's a great dude. Like, all yeah. of them, um, they've been, like, really great cheerleaders for me because mm. – 
Um, when, it, when it came down to like building the business, I knew that there were so many factors that would make this so hard. Yeah. One, I didn't know enough about the logistics space to feel confident in like fully entering it. Uh, two, mm-hmm. I didn't know about enough about the tech industry. I didn't really know yeah. many people, right? Same and yeah, yeah. yeah, and Dean um, was the first person that took a bet on me in the entire industry. Like Dean he, McCall, yeah, member of South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's like incredible. You know, I like messaged him on LinkedIn, and um, even today, like when people message me on LinkedIn. I have to like consciously remind myself to try to like read everything and like reply because yeah, yeah. someone helped me at mm. one point. To an extent, and like you, sometimes you look at it, you're like that's spam. Like, yeah, yeah, one thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I try if it's like, if it's like an eighteen year old kid being like, hey, like can mm. I pick your brain? And I hate that term. And I can't believe I used to use that. I don't term. use it anymore either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cringe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Only because it was overused. I feel like it was a yeah. good term until. But then like, the way it sounds the like, Lincoln. can I can I pick your yeah, can yeah, I waste your time basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can I just be on the call and breathe? Um, so, um, I, like, I try to reply now, but, like, at the time, like, I was, like, getting into the industry, and I wanted something that was, like, mine, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up in a family where everybody was very hardworking, but, like, um, I came from a privileged, like, family. So, like, Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, my parents would always say, like, you know, you guys need to, like, my mom and my dad, you guys are living in my dream. They're Nigerian. They're like, this, this is my house. Um, (laughs) you guys just happen to be living in my dream, you know? And... Um, I wanted to be able to find something that was my my own thing. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got into the industry, I saw my dad like build like incredible relationships growing up with mm-hmm. everyone that's everyone, you know, in the political space in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And like um, he had a whole philosophy growing up um, that he would teach us on non-transactional relationships, mm-hmm. meaning that when you're like knowing someone like you actually have to be friends with them you can't like be like okay this person is going to be useful in my life for this exactly yeah. you need to know people's birthdays like you need to be like a human mm-hmm. you know if there's synergies there's synergies if there's not there's not but like yeah. at the end of the day you know life is super short and you mm-hmm. there's it, there's not enough time to be like fake like there's no there's no point in being like that mm-hmm. you know so for me um when it came down down to building the company, I knew it was gonna be hard. I didn't realize like how long it would take for us to be able to like figure things out because it was like reiteration after reiteration after reiteration. Yep. <laughs> and I tell people like um, when when building any kind of business, there's I call it the path to kosherability. Like I'm not Jewish, but Jewish people <laughs> like they always say like they, this is kosher. Like that means it's good. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's proper. It's the clean. It's been done. Yeah, right. and and the reality is that everything is not going to be kosher in the beginning. Like building a startup in the beginning, it's hard and it's sketchy, mm-hmm. and that's the reality, right? And um, for me, I was like, how do I make these problems like? not disappear because i know it's still going to be an uphill climb but be Mm. slightly more bearable Mm. and how do i um make sure that we can actually do this Mm -hmm. okay i said okay let me put it down a list of the companies that i admire Mm -hmm. and the skill set that i need that i feel like i'm lacking because i don't have a co-founder yeah so in a way our our advisors are kind of like a teeny tiny co-founder mega brand co-founder yeah yeah yeah. and um i wrote down like a list of like the companies i admired i'm like i really like uber because they Uber like is so magical to me because there was a point where they were launching a new city like every couple of days. Oh, it's insane. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Like and they um and the thing about Andre, by the way, is that Andre was one of the first twenty people hired at Uber. Oh, very cool. And then Andre hired Mac, um, Andrew McDonald, who's like currently head of global ops at Uber mm-hmm. and like um getting their perspective of Uber in the beginning and then Uber 
um, at the top, you know, managing, you know, hundreds of millions, well, billions of dollars at this mm -hmm. point. Like, it's very, very interesting to be able to see, like, okay, this is how that happens. Yeah. And even if things may not necessarily make sense right now, it'll for sure make sense eventually. So I wrote on a list and then I just started reaching out to people. Like, I would message them on, like, Twitter or whatever. Nice. And I'd be like, hey, we should have coffee and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thankfully um they would respond and i would tell them like this thing that was in my head mm -hmm. and i'd say like i'm really really determined to be able to make this work mm -hmm. can you help me mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten like they'd say yeah and very that's, cool that's you know, a good that's a good ratio that happened and i think <laughs> i don't have that ratio <laughs> <laughs> i think the thing is just that like more people are willing to help and like share mm -hmm. their story than you'd realize like if someone came to you and they're actually serious like you wouldn't say no you would be like no yeah. like you you because yeah, yeah. That's weird. Like he would yeah. say, like, yeah. And you'd have like the one meeting or the one call, and if it makes sense, you kind of continue going on. And I'm mm -hmm. like super blessed to be able to call these people like friends as well. And mm -hmm. you know, yeah, very just cool. great people. No, I love that. I think one of the big like topics we have on this podcast a lot is that um like yeah, it's not the connections you make, it's like the connections you make, and then you get rewarded for being a genuine human being. Like you get rewarded by just being kind to people, knowing their birthdays, hanging out with them, and that will eventually lead into something. Like it's it's yeah. not about just like having a rolodex yeah. of contacts. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think the thing is also like because if you compare corporate relationships to like startup relationships, mm -hmm. like they're pretty organic, man. Like here, it's mm -hmm. like you you meet someone you're building and you hang here. out and. Yeah. Um, if synergies happen, synergies happen, right? Mm -hmm. In the corporate space, it's like, oh, let's uh, schedule 30 minutes on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if this doesn't happen, like life is never that deep. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I, like, the way I always say it, and what I tell my team, and they always look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, what if you got hit by a bus tomorrow? Like, and it's always a bus. It's never an airplane or anything else. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm like, you, you can get hit by an airplane you can, or if you... you can get hit by a bus. Like, <laughs> if you get hit by a bus, like nothing actually really matters. Like, you need to just be good to people. Yeah. And um, have that be your reputation. Your reputation is so important. Mm -hmm. um, and it's important to treat people like the golden rule. Like I try to live by that and to make everyone feel like they matter. Because mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, no matter how much money you make or whatever, like it doesn't go with you. That's right. So facts, money in the grave. There you go. When I die, put my money in the grave. <laughs> That's a great song. Um, do, with with Flintel, do you guys have like competitors yet, or like where where are you guys at with that? Um, right now we have a pretty unique model. So there's mm -hmm. been companies that are in the space. Um, I'm not yeah. gonna um name drop them because I don't want them to get any time. But like exactly, um, there's companies that are in the space <laughs> that um they they've tried to tackle the returns problem before mm -hmm. and it never worked out. Yeah. And reverse logistics is a really like complicated thing in the mm -hmm. sense that there's the problem of having to print out your order form and like you know get go to the post office and like slap the label on mm -hmm. and there's companies that digitize the order form there's a problem of having to wait in line there's companies that tried um a certain company raised hundreds of millions of dollars and was drastically and disastrously shut down a couple of years ago um i won't name that either because founder and i think we're i think we're like on linkedin or something but like <laughs> um yeah, like there's companies that try to like pick up item from you and like wait in line on your behalf, mm -hmm. and that didn't work. There's companies that have tried to like encourage people to go to the mall to return things, and that didn't work. Mm -hmm. And the reality of the space is that no one's been able to really solve reverse logistics because it sucks for everyone that's involved. Yeah, yeah. You can't solve one problem without like address. You can't solve the consumer's problem without addressing the retailer's problem. Mm -hmm. You can't solve the retailer's problem without addressing the consumer's problem. Mm -hmm. So it's always been like a catch twenty two, like a, like a lose lose situation. Yeah. And yeah, are you? You guys kind of like the Amazon returns for all non-Amazon situations? We are, we are like, um, 
the Uber of returns. I'll just say it like that. Okay. So when you think Uber, you think instantaneous, and mm. you think convenient, and you think to your house. You think comfort mm. and convenience. Um, for us, we bring that comfort and convenience to your home. So meaning cool. that, like, I used to watch The Jetsons a lot growing mm. up. It so was it's like your my second f- reference so far. So. Yeah, it was my favorite <laughs> show. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, like I'd watch that show and I'd be just like gazing into the screen. And when you think about The Jetsons, that show was made in the sixties, and they predicted FaceTime. Mm-hmm. They predicted a lot of different things. Oh, they did right? have FaceTime. They did have right. FaceTime. Nice. He would always, George would always get fired like nice. every day, like but via FaceTime. Nice. And um, you can imagine like they what they thought that the world would look like. And they imagined the world to be an instantaneous world, like mm-hmm. where everything happens and it happens conveniently and like to your doorstep. Mm-hmm. So like they would never go out to eat in a restaurant. Their mm-hmm. house would become the restaurant. The food yeah. would come on conveyor belts, very similar to Uber. Very cool. And Uber Eats, right? Mm-hmm. So you can imagine like for us, we were like okay so there's all of these different spaces that are being disrupted why mm. not commerce and why not like returns mm. and the reason why not returns is like when i you know was speaking with them like it's very very dicey and mm. um it's the first time in this space that this thing has been able to be simplified and mm. we're super excited to be part of that story very cool and w- what made you guys come up with the name Fl- or flindle or flindle um super random okay. uh, so every flindle single, yeah. has nothing to do with anything i was yeah. like so I learned how to like code when I was like 14. Okay. Um, um, I, I, I was in a program called the um, International Baccalaureate Program at the time. And okay. um, it's, uh, shout out to IB and all the IB kids. Mm-hmm. It's like AP, but like on steroids. I wouldn't recommend it. Was this like online or what was No, 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 it's like in real life. Like I did oh. in Canada. And um, I, I was part of this program and they only give you like one elective, like your entire high school career. Mm-hmm. And the elective that I chose was um, uh, this class called Introduction to Technology, Information Technology or whatever. Okay. And I had a teacher, um, his name was Mr. Patir. He used to wear like a, a black turtleneck sweater every day, Ooh, like, like Steve Jobs. <laughs> nice. And he sometimes would end class with like one last thing. And um, they, they played a movie called Pirates of Silicon Valley um, one day in class and Never it was it. <laughs> it, it's a movie from the 90s and it oh, like um, it's a movie from the 90s and it like uh, it channels the life between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates growing up right to the creation of like their respective companies okay. and I'm 14 everyone else is like on their Blackberries on BBM talking to each other and mm. I'm like looking at the TV I'm like soaking it up and I'm like yeah. that's what I'm going to be in the future nice. and I I said I got a code Bill was coding I, I need to figure this out <laughs> and um, I you know at the time we were toying around with HTML in class and mm. I just started to like learn and like learn and learn and learn and the way that the name came up was that I was like uh, I was like uh, coding um, like I was making a website like mm-hmm. for fun um, in the in the library the library of the school and um, I was just like throwing out a couple of things and you know how you can do your comment blocks or whatever in code and I was throwing out a couple of things and then I just like the word just kind of came to me and that was my aha moment very similar to how Steve Jobs like the word apple was like apple but like for me it was like flindle and I was like I don't know what a flindle is but I'm gonna tell my dad and I texted my dad I'm like hey dad um, I feel like the name flindle would be a really cool business name and my dad being like the great you know human that he is he just like bought the domain and he nice. was like, I, you know, if this ever, be, like, if like whatever you end up doing in life will just be called Flindle. Is he a good businessman though? Did he sell it to you or did he give it to you? Um, he gave it to me because <laughs> oh, okay. I'm his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, did he hustle you? I was like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Okay, very how, cool. How horrible would that be? I'd be like, yeah, then my dad forced me to pay <laughs> for like, my own He Adam Newman, you just like, so made, you, made you buy it back from him. Right. Kind of nice, <laughs> nice. Um, 
What uh, wait, what's who's the team comprised of right now? Like, how many of you are there? Yeah, so there um are it's a lean team, so it's under fifteen of us. Okay. Um, and Same. it's yeah. Shout out to, shout out to lean, lean, lean. Shout out to lean. Um, you guys should read the, the lean startup. Lean startup. Um, starting off, it's a great book. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, 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 like our CTO Alex uh, is incredible, and a few other people that are working with us. Um, and like right now, um, we're actually hiring. By the way, we're looking for people that are like super experienced in the space that have been in, in the game for about like ten to twenty years. In logistics or in in what space? Uh, specifically logistics. Okay. Um, the reason behind that is because of the fact that. Um, uh, we have a couple of great deals for mm -hmm. nationwide expansion mm -hmm. and nationwide rollout, and we need like grown ups to be able to do those deals. So yeah. you know, we don't yeah. want to have like certain mistakes that other companies have had by scaling too fast without mm -hmm. having the properly experienced uh, individuals involved. So I'm like super excited about current setup, and also very very excited for the new people that are coming on. And did you guys raise a, a funding round recently to to pay for all these human beings that are working with you? Or? I pay everyone in pizza. No, I'm kidding. I was, gonna um, say, I was, I was like. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we, yeah, so we, we have raised a bit of capital, and then we'll be um, taking in a little bit more capital uh, in the next coming weeks. Very cool. Uh, just like you closing like a seed, where are you guys at? Um, we're raising our Series A. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, just like. Yeah. Shout out cool. to. Yeah, you know that song by Meek Mill? The money turned my noodles into pasta. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> what, is that, what is that song called? Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I just remember. I have that it line. on my workout playlist. I can't yeah. remember what it's called though. I just um, thought that song was so funny. It's a, it's a, it's a he's, the money turned my chicken into lobster. <laughs> I wish I remembered the name of it right now. I don't remember. It oh, either. it's oh I don't I think it's an inappropriate name. Wait, I'll is figure it? I'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Um, are there are there th certain things that you've done as a founder that you like would take take back like that wasted a lot of your time or anything like that? That's a good question. Shoot, man. Um, no one's ever asked me that question. Um, I get that asked all the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one's answers. ever asked. Everyone always asks, Gucci, what's keeping you up at night? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I'm stressed. Um, but uh, uh, maybe that might be it. Like, I used to freak out about every little thing. Like, someone mm -hmm. would email me and I would reply back, like, in two seconds. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I was that yeah. person. I was like, oh, it was like a, an alarm clock was in my head. Mm -hmm. And then... I realized that um, I'm not a robot, mm -hmm. and it's okay not to be a robot, and it's okay not to respond to anyone, regardless of who they are, mm -hmm. within like 24 hours. I can respond within 40, my window is 48 hours yeah. now, 48, sometimes 72, but like <laughs> really 48, yeah. um, like within that time frame, and and that's okay. Like there's no like, oh my God, you have broken the godforsaken rule of like, no. Mm -hmm. And then um, with text messages, I, um, I changed my number, so only a handful of people have my number now. Um, shout out to gang. Um, <laughs> and because because I would just give, I had my number in my email, like in my mm. email thing, like, you oh, know, like God. my yeah, name, yeah, yeah. and then you know all of that, then my number, and then people from random companies would just call and be like, we'd like to partner, and yeah. it would always be just weird stuff. My phone was always so going annoying. off, and then yeah. I had pressure to like answer my phone all the time, even though it wasn't relevant to like my life, mm -hmm. right? So I never had an off, and then now. Um, because of like Zoom and everything, everything and like no one needs to have like access to you like that. Mm -hmm. um, so if you have access to me, you're either like one of our investors, like all of our investors have my number, or you're like my family, or you're my friend, and that's like the way I keep it, you know. And um, <laughs> and we'll then put, we'll put your number up on the, on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually answer. It, I'm kidding. Um, but like the, the other thing is also that. Um, 
dang, what's the other thing? I, I wouldn't have put as much stress on myself. Like that's the whole thing. It's like mm. I would have told I would have allowed myself to be able to make mistakes. Yeah. Because I felt that like um being like young, I had something to like prove to everyone. Like, yeah, I know things and it's okay not to know things. Mm. Like that's like life is about learning. Like even the people, like I have messed with everybody in this industry and mm. like even the people that are in these great uh these great positions in life, like the reality of their life is that a lot of success is a function of grit mm-hmm. and luck. I do love like that word fortune. grit. Grit's an underrated yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a function of it's a function of those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to grind, but then there's like a really, really popular um Bible verse, not to get preachy, that says like the <laughs> fastest person isn't always gonna win the race. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading that and I was like, damn, so I could like train and train and train and things could also not work out. Mm-hmm. And you have to allow in your life the ability for serendipity to happen. So mm-hmm. like if you are serendipitous, meaning that if you are like 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 if you live life with an optimistic outlook which is the way that i try to live life so no matter what's happening no matter how long it's going to take me if i put my mind to do something i'm going to do it Mm -hmm. right but i'm not going to pressure myself to do it within this particular time permit this particular way i'm going to let life happen Mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten like the things that you see up thinking about and worrying about like would never actually happen like my fear used to be it was so stupid i'd be like man everything's gonna go shit and then i'm gonna just be like a hobo um sorry if that's an offensive term y'all but like i'm gonna just be like on the streets like i don't know like i didn't i didn't like realistically would that ever happen no but like i was like just thinking the worst of the worst of the worst case scenarios and not allowing myself to breathe like i would not like i'd be so stiff as a board and i wasn't like a relaxed person you know mm-hmm. and what i would tell myself um in summary is just go to just chill out like mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna work out things are gonna be fine people are gonna believe like and everyone's gonna be excited about things you just need to chill out and allow yourself to be able to like enjoy the journey because sometimes like you know when things are happening and then you get so like absorbed into like this industry mm-hmm. that a good thing happens and it doesn't even like resonate with you yeah, and you're just like it happens more and more the deeper you get into it too and then yeah. and then um my friends like i have um, a friend that's a doctor and she was telling me she's like go she like what's the tech industry like i want to get into tech and like you know like get rich or whatever mm-hmm. i'm like by the time that happens i promise you you wouldn't even care yeah and she's like what do you mean and i'm like you know Thanos? Like, you remember watching the Avengers and then Thanos, like, snaps his fingers, kills everybody, and then he goes to go and rest and watch yeah, the sunset? He's tired. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Like, you can have the most amazing deal come. You can have, like, the biggest round of your life closed. Mm-hmm. And then instead of being like, oh, my God. Like, you're not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you still feel that a little bit, but you're mm-hmm. like, <sighs> well, well, for me, it's like, what's next? Like, yeah. Like, we, um... We're finally starting with enterprise. So we're gonna have way more sales soon, so I'm not worried about it. But like hey. our our um small be to small business has been such a slow growth, and what we're finally hit like. But I was like, if we can just hit 3,500 MRR, then we can hit five. We're blah 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 blah, and we finally hit 3,500 MRR, and it just happened overnight. I just didn't. Even, I was I was like, next. Like I just didn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 you start to lose the endorphins of right. like it's like small goals. So I think it's important to like. Let yourself chill. Like, and take Damn. time and celebrate the little yeah, exactly. things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. take time and celebrate, like, the little things, the little wins. Like, I remember our first check was, um, um, like, shout out to everyone that's part of um, that group. But, like, they invested, um, like, $20,000 in us, right? That, that's a and really good check when you start. Yeah, yeah, it was our first. But, like, yeah. it didn't really do much in terms of, like, 
drastically changing things mm -hmm. but it was a really big encourager because it mm -hmm. meant that someone actually believes that we could do this exactly. right and it was yeah. like yay like this this for sure will happen and i think for founders even if you haven't raised a single dollar like the fact that someone perks up at the sound of your idea means mm -hmm. that there's actually something that's there mm -hmm. and being able to kind of like not and i would also tell myself to hang out with more people mm -hmm. like i would always keep to myself and i would um like I, like I know a lot of people, but like I always meet people like one on one. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't like go, you wouldn't, you would not catch me at like a networking event or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go to those things. And I started showing up to more things, not for the purpose of networking, because I wouldn't really like you know. But like I would um just meet other founders, mm -hmm. and it would be encouraging to meet people, and then they'd say, yeah, I'm going through this too, and I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not only like it's not just me, my head and I. Like yeah. this is this is amazing, like amazing, like people can like share their struggles and stuff. Mm -hmm cry over pizza about someone that you had to fire that's a tough thing is like when you fire people and like they don't realize how tough it is for like you for, like fire well, yeah. yeah i always feel bad for the employee but it's like you have no idea what it's like yeah like take a piece yeah, yeah 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 so yeah Th thankfully i've only had to let go of part-time people i have not yet had to let go of a full-time person i'm just like i really hope i don't have to do yeah. it. i mean i will at some point but i'm just like oh yeah. for the love of god i don't want to go yeah no i fired somebody um a month ago and like Oof. I felt like, man, I, I was really rooting for them. Yeah. Like, I was like, Tyra Banks, like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And, like, I, I, opportunity after opportunity after, after, after opportunity and, like, like zero performance, mm -hmm. right, the entire time. And I was just like. That makes it a lot easier to let them go. Though. It makes it easier. Yeah. But then I think for me, I get so invested to, like, I want everyone in my life to succeed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I get so invested into, like, no, 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 no. Like, if you just, like. I'm like, if you can just try like a little bit harder, like if you just mm -hmm. apply yourself, if you just push yourself, like you've got it. Yeah. And, and then they just, you know, they, they, they didn't have it. And I was like, man, this is costing us money. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. That's tough. Wait, yeah. one one thing, is I feel like we've been talking about like inspirational stuff for 30 minutes and I want to get yeah. back to what Flindell Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I could talk for days about like, just the startup the grind and the meaning of life yeah. and startups and i'm like wait i haven't asked you any flindle stuff in like 20 minutes um back to flindle what what are, are you guys like do you consider yourself like part of the crypto space or do you just feel like you have like are you going to web three happy hours or are you just kind of like we, <laughs> we are, we are, that's a great that is a good question well but but like are you going to those or are you just kind of like we are a reverse logistics company um and then like we happen to have web three involved yeah we are a company that happens to like like we're a company that's focused on like solving the returns problem okay um but like because of the amazing involvement of like blockchain mm -hmm. we're a company that's tackling the commerce space starting with returns mm -hmm. but powered by crypto yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'll show up yeah. to like one or two. I've spoken at a crypto conference. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, nice. I was. Nice. This, I spoke at a crypto conference in Miami. Oh, and, cool, nice. um Was that the one in March? Or no, no, no. It was in uh, November. Oh, and gotcha. um, like I just, you know, like they'd asked they, they, the person that runs it like knows me, and he was like, "Oh, she like can you, can you say something?" I'm like, "Well, we haven't really announced it yet, but like, sure." <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I, uh, I've got a lot of buddies in the Web three space. It's definitely like. Um, it's definitely growing very... I mean, it obviously has ups and downs For right sure. now. So, uh, but I mean, it's growing so rapidly and like there's so many 
being in, are, are you happy that you're in Austin while you're growing this company? Or? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I tried a lot of cities, man. Like I've, mm. like I, I lived in Toronto for a bit because um, of life and I lived in Houston and I've, mm. you know, spent time in New York and I've spent time in Miami. And um, the thing about Austin is that Austin has genuine people. Very genuine. And for me, mm. um, when I was living in Miami, and I can, like, I don't care about saying this because everyone that knows me knows my stance on Miami. Mm. Um, Miami is a very, very shifty crowd. And yeah. I couldn't Ooh. be in a place Damn. where, um, I couldn't be in a place where, uh, like, I had to be on guard the entire time because I'm someone that naturally wants to help people. So, like, if I meet someone and I know, like, oh, this is good for you, I'll just, like, make the intro, like, mm -hmm. on the spot, you know? And, like, um, in Miami, you gotta wait like thirty days because what if they go to jail? Like, like it's like, like literally, like, like that's how insane that scene is. Is yeah. that someone can get like arrested for this or like they, you know, like may not have a real thing or like, you know, like Miami's very, very, very. Um, there's like good people there, but there's also a lot of bad actors, so it's mm -hmm. very, very tough to fully be comfortable there. Yeah, and I think it's also a place that's a little bit distracting when it comes to like, yeah, people are building real things, and I'm not gonna ever dispute that, but mm -hmm. like. When you're running into like a celebrity mm. every week, mm. like at a random party or whatever, you get like in like you just get into that lifestyle. Mm. And I think Austin um, has a very very great balance where people are not very flashy out here. We have like tech celebrities. Yeah. So like yeah, so, like, but, like everyone's know who they like are. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like just like chill. Everyone's normal. Mm -hmm. Like and everyone is just here to build good things and just yeah. have a great time. And the thing I love about Austin is that it's a very supportive community. Mm. So like everyone wants to see everyone I was gonna say when everyone wants to see everyone strive exactly like yeah exactly. that's that's exactly it. everyone yeah. wants to see everyone like be their best like be at their optimal potential mm. and like no one is greedy here yeah like people like yeah that's my friend that happens to be the CEO of whatever like come, come meet him <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like literally right yeah, yeah. so that that's just how life is over mm. here and I really really appreciate that because that sticks more closely to like my core values plus Texas yeah. barbecue and Shout I grew out. up in Houston nice so. nice well it's funny you say that about Miami because like I mean I um we when, when we had Garrett on he was talking about how he could never live there because it's so distracting but like at right. the same time um with the, sh the shifty thing I can't attest to that necessarily but I can attest to when I lived in LA it wasn't it wasn't the shifty thing. It was the kind of stick out for yourself. And then the second thing was that like a lot of bullshit. Like it was, right. a, it was a ton. So th over here you might have shifty, but over here you had like, they're not shifty. They're just saying they're doing something. And then like, it's 20% of what they're actually doing. Or like right. they actually, they know everyone knows the Kardashians. It's like, no, you fucking don't know the Kardashians. Right. It's like, so it's a whole bunch of that stuff that you have to deal with. And like, like you said, being in Austin, like everyone's so just fun and willing to help and like, oh, and you're doing this. I want to go like. And then also yeah. the cool thing about Austin is that it's so small. I've never been in a city where everything is like 15 minutes, 20 minutes away. Houston, yeah. man, everything is 45 minutes an exactly. hour away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about Austin being small is that you can't be a bad person over here. Because if you are, people are going to find mm -hmm. out. And like, exactly. you know, it's like a very, very small like community mm -hmm. and everything. So you have to be on your, like, you have to just be like yourself. Like, be mm -hmm. yourself. If you suck, like, you suck. If you're exactly. great, you're great. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, yeah, I mean, it's, um, that's why, that's why, like, I'm hosting, I'm hosting this event tomorrow night and it's like sold out in like three days. It's like, no one, everyone just goes right. to stuff. They're like, right. oh, 10 minutes away, let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Like, yeah. It's so amazing. Um, what is a we got two two questions left. One is what's your typical day like, and then two like what 
what is your next kind of step? Cool. Um, so what is it? What is a day like in uh, the life of uh, how did how did you pronounce your name? I feel like I don't say it correctly. Uh, my name is Ugochi. Ugochi. That's the Nigerian that's what I thought, way. That's what I, yeah, I, I said. Okay. That's the original way that my parents intended. How did you say? And it? I thought you said it way sometimes faster. Sometimes people say like Ugochi, and okay. like I don't care if it's that, but like um, it's either Ugochi or Ugochi. But like okay. the Nigerian way is Ugochi, and as I'm getting older, I like just okay. pronounce like the original. I, I embrace the original. The OG. Okay. So Ugochi. Yeah. So Ugochi Owo. Ugochi Owo. And okay. then my nickname is Gucci. I love that. So, that's such a sick name. Yeah. <laughs> such a cool nickname. Okay, so what is a typical day like in the life of Ugochi Owo? Um, I, okay, let's, uh, tomorrow, like tomorrow, for example, I'm going to get oh. up at like 4 a.m. because I have a meeting at 5 a.m. with okay. a, like a, a business partner in Dubai. A thousand push-ups. And um, yeah, of course, y'all, <laughs> then I eat my protein bar. No, 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 I get, I get up at 4. Um, you get up at 4 every day? Um, every day, I get up around 4.45, 5. Oh, fuck. Yeah, gross. and don't take this as advice. Do not my do that. My mom <laughs> used to wake me up at 6 a.m. to yeah. have like family time Listen, when I was a kid, Damn. and it just kind of like translated into adulthood. I'm a 6.15 to 6.30, yeah. which is already pretty early. Yeah. Four, four was like the day before. Yeah, no, my no, my my, my parents like, they used to like wake us up really early as kids. So because yeah. of that, like I actually can't sleep past like six forty-five. Yeah, no, like, I can't either. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I never really like I've slept in a couple of times. Like I've always been sick, or it's been like New Year's or something. I feel gross when I, if, if I wake yeah. up past like nine thirty or ten, I'm like, well, I might as well just go back I'm to like, bed. Yeah, my, day, my day's done. Yeah, yeah. I'll call people at eight o'clock. I'm like, how are you not awake? Dude? Yeah. It's lunchtime. Yeah. They'll, get, like, they'll get upset. I'm like, dude, I've already worked out and had breakfast right. and had a call. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll, I, so I get up and then um, like tomorrow, for example, shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, wait, not shower yet. I'll get up. Okay. I'll like think about my life. And then my dog will be like, Woof! Nice. and um, I have to go take her for a walk. So we'll go for mm-hmm. like a half walk, half run okay. and then come back. By the time I get back, I'm like mentally awake. Mm-hmm. So like today, for example, when I went on our um, walk run, I had like sunglasses on because nice. there's just light, like not the light of the sun, but you know, when like the street lights are on, oh, on yeah, or whatever, yeah. you're not fully awake. Yeah. Um, so um, I'll do that then come home shower he's here one second yeah you're fine let me call him really quick intermission let me grab him really quick. yeah you're good yeah no i i walk my dog come back shower and then i kind of like look at my calendar to see like what's going on Mm -hmm. and then i mentally prep for the day so like i'll like um, I'm Christian, so like, I'll like read a couple of like encouraging, you know, Bible verses or whatever. I'm like, okay, God's got me, I got it, and <laughs> and um, I uh, yeah, like I'll jump on calls because I work with people in different time zones, mm-hmm. and then like part of our development team is in Poland, so okay. like I'm I in just, Ukraine, so yeah, 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 yeah. So like I have to be like awake, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and like talk to them or whatever, and then. Um, yeah, then it's like sometimes it's a mix of like mm-hmm. virtual and then in person meetings. Like right now, like we're, um, am I allowed to say that we're raising SEC laws? Okay, um, right now we're talking yeah, to people we're for maybe things. raising. We're oh. maybe raising. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. So like I just like either like a hybrid of like in person, um, mm-hmm. which is like in, you know talking to people physically and like commuting and all that, and then uh, Zoom meetings, and mm-hmm. I'll do that until. My cutoff is usually around like maybe seven and then cool. yeah sometimes late meetings but not like meeting to meeting to meeting like there'll be like you know intermission or whatever mm-hmm. and then i'll come home i'll uh walk my dog you got a happy hour there you go yeah I, yeah well yeah <laughs> and i'll walk my dog and then i'll like circle back on email because that's another part mm-hmm. of the job that people don't realize is like you're talking to people and then you have to actually, you actually have to work <laughs> yeah, yeah you have to like yeah. do both things yeah, yeah yeah and then um so i'll circle back on email do all of that and then um you know walk the dog and hit the gym and come back shower mm. and then maybe watch a movie or something okay yeah and it's then a solid day yeah yeah there you go that's like a regular 
day. And then God. the weekends. Oh, what time, I can't do, you, what time do you go to bed? Um, Maybe like 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Six, six-ish hours of sleep. Okay. Yeah. I get like six and a half or seven. Yeah. I should get more, but like, oh, I just can't do it. Yeah, but I was reading a study that said that like the eight hours thing is like a myth. Because like I'm not, yeah. I can't like not function on, um, I, and I don't take coffee by the way. So like I don't like need like eight hours mm-hmm. to function, but like I need at least five. I need seven. Yeah. Seven I need at least like five is like I'm awake. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to like randomly fall asleep during the day or whatever. And yeah. then, um, six seven hours is like kind of like my sweet spot anything okay. that's like a beyond eight hours i feel like i like am sick like i feel like you feel gross like yeah, I, yeah, yeah i feel yeah, like yeah. you know when you don't work like out rever- for, reverse effects. right yeah, you know yeah. when you don't work out for a minute and you start to turn to mush yeah, like yeah. that feeling that's how i feel like when i oversleep so. i kind of feel the same way yeah um okay last thing here what you guys are doing a lot of things a lot of things we can't mention but we'll tag and post yeah. and see what's going on yeah. what, what are you guys working on next what's next for you guys um yeah we're working on ironing out the logistics nice. behind like nationwide nice. expansion so okay. like we have a lot of like really great uh, partnerships that we're doing and like i'm super excited to be able to roll out to mm-hmm. um every customer in the u.s and hopefully canada every customer um, in the u.s wow yeah 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 <laughs> we're like like to be able to be available to every customer okay, okay. so like, like not like, like everyone just randomly like the u2 album you remember yes. when apple forced us all to, like, oh yeah that's good, good reference can you imagine like you wake up and you just have like the flindle app that's and a good like, partnership factory installed on your phone yeah that'd be i'd be so happy but like <laughs> <laughs> everyone would be so confused yeah, yeah but like yeah like we're looking at like a nationwide rollout and Very just cool. the um internal mechanics behind doing that and yeah and then just like new hires man i'm so excited like our team is growing and like mm-hmm. um things are good and we're kind of like coming out of this point where we've been quiet for a little bit while figuring things out so like mm-hmm. we're gonna be kind of taking you know pr by storm and like mm-hmm. making a lot of noise and i'm uh nervous but like also excited mm-hmm. for it because you know with media like there's a point where they send you the article, you can tweak it, and then, yeah. then there's another point where you just like start reading random things about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like I actually well, didn't say this, <laughs> nice, nice. so I'm slowly working my way into like um, talking more uh, publicly. Like even mm-hmm. with Twitter, I didn't tweet for the longest because I didn't want everything to be um, taken as a thing. I didn't want like someone that follows me that may be high profile or whatever to like something controversial that I said mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you know becomes like a soundbite on like a business in, um, a mashable article exactly. or whatever yeah, so um, with Twitter circles man I've been like tweeting and then eventually I'll start tweeting on my actual like page like she you guys cannot shows. read my tweets because I can it's only them. available I can to like them. certain people but like <laughs> I'll retweet them <laughs> but yeah like I'm like slowly working my way up into like okay you know um, this whole thing about being a founder is that with press like people don't want to hear about the company they want to hear about like you mm-hmm. and then it becomes about you and then eventually you know mm-hmm. you don't have as much control but I'm like excited along the way I think Austin's a really great place for us to be you're gonna crush it and I think like that's a good spot to, spot to end this interview because I think next year I'll probably have you on again cool. and we'll talk about we're gonna talk about this interview and then where you guys are a year from now yeah and you know yeah. what would be funny if we were like um, you know Billie Eilish does this one interview every year and it's like the same interview that she's been doing for the last like five years I have not seen that from when she was like 16 and she'll we'll just pull have up it the clip. like she'll just have it like side by side with her face and she's like yeah I'm Billie Eilish I have a thousand followers on Instagram nice. and then it'll be like hey I'm Billie Eilish I have 64 million oh, that's followers really on cool. Instagram okay yeah we'll do, yeah, that. We'll do a mashup pre- pretty sick but like yeah okay this is I'm literally gonna write that down um <laughs> Well, awesome. It's so great to have you on. And uh, we got to do the closing now. We all, they told me to say it, so I started saying it. That's, uh, that's why we strive. That's why we strive. <laughs> Bam. I wanted to thank you for watching this entire episode of Why We Strive. 
Be sure you head to whywestrive.com and subscribe so every Tuesday you can see incredible interviews with some of the best tech founders, investors, and creatives in the industry. Have an amazing day, and don't forget to keep striving.